guys, welcome back to Fear Skin Talk. My name is Devin MacArthur. It has been a crazy few days, a whirlwind, whatever you want to call it. I am back from Arizona, back from the retreat, back from my presentation, and I'm speechless in so many ways. If you're an esthetician listening and you haven't gone to this retreat yet, I highly recommend it. And listen, it is put on by SkinScript and obviously they talk about their products. But even if you are not someone who uses SkinScript, you learn so much about the skin and how acne works and hyperpigmentation and melasma and just like, you know, anti-aging stuff. And I mean, it was an absolutely incredible weekend and I, I really highly recommend it. And one of the things that I noticed pretty quickly, and and I'll, and I'll say this, I'm going to be speaking to somebody who was also at the show. I'm going to talk to her. So that episode will be coming out soon. And we'll go into more details and we'll talk about her experience and what she thought of it. But I'm just going to just say a few things today before we get into talking about men's skin on this episode. So the first night, it was on a Friday and they just did a meet and greet cocktail thing or whatever. And I didn't know anybody. I know some of the people that work at SkinScript. Obviously, I have a relationship there because they asked me to speak. But it's not like I'm friends with them. You feel like you are because you talk to them so much. And (laughs) so they start to feel like you're friends. But even if I know them, it's not like they're going to hang out with me because they have a job to do. So I really walked into a situation that I didn't really know anybody. And I I have to tell you, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have been able to do this. But I'm in my 40s now and you just, you really just care less. And I don't care about sitting by myself, standing by, like none of it bothers me anymore. But I was having, I've talked about my health issues a million times. And one of my symptoms is my head will sweat. (laughs) And it's so funny because I was having an episode And so I get there and it's 100 degrees. We're in Arizona. It's hot. And my head wouldn't stop sweating. So that's not super fun. But I went in, I registered, I talked to some of the SkinScript people, like, I mean, just Julie, Stormy, Carrie, like, they're just all unbelievable. I met Delia later on that weekend. Like, they're just all so, so nice. But anyway, so I get in there, register, and then I need some water. So I go over to the bar area and there's just like a woman standing by herself. I apologize if she's listening. I believe her name was Kate. I've just forgotten. It was such a crazy night for me because I was so in my head about the sweat. <laughs> but I, I believe that was her name. She could not have been nicer, could not have been sweeter. I mean, as far as like hitting the jackpot with meeting the first person that weekend, like I hit the jackpot. She was so nice. And we immediately like hit it off. And she was trying to make me feel better about the sweating. Because of course I had to tell her because I didn't want her to think that like, you know, why is this girl like pouring sweat? So I had to tell her. So, you know, you talk about menopause, you talk about all the other things. And she just was beyond, beyond sweet. And we were laughing because the bartender really only worked one corner of the bar and like didn't want to like come around to the other side. And of course, I was on that side. And then I finally went to go get water and it turns out the water was self-serve. And I was like, of course, of course it was. But anyway, so that's how my weekend started off. It was kind of funny. I did not stay long because I really was very uncomfortable with the amount of sweat that was happening. So I did leave. 
But it just kind of gave me an idea of what the weekend was going to be like. And so, you know, Saturday morning rolls around and I show up and you just immediately feel like this warmth. You feel this, just you're with your people. And when you love what you do as much as I do, it just feels like you're walking into a family. Like it's crazy. And like I said, I didn't know anybody, but I didn't care. Because everybody's on the same team. Everybody, you know, wants you to do well and we want everybody else to do well. And it's amazing. And of course, I was nervous because I had to speak that day. But I just want to say, if you haven't gone, I highly recommend going because it was absolutely amazing. So I'll tell you a little bit about my presentation. There were 10 people that spoke the whole weekend and I was the first one of the whole weekend. And I was like, why me? But then I was like, you know, it's probably better that I go first because first of all, you get it over with. But second of all, I don't want to hear what other people are doing and then feel like, oh no, I'm doing mine wrong. So if mine's already done, even if I feel like I did it wrong, I can't, there's nothing I can do about it. I can't change it. So it is what it is. So I am glad I went first. But here's the thing. Mine was very different than everybody else's. And, you know, we were supposed to do a presentation on one or two clients and talk about their before and after pictures and their routine and that whole thing. And I had reached out to somebody at SkinScript and they said, you know, I could talk about my podcast. I could, you know, give a little like personal information. So I kind of thought that's what everybody was going to be doing. But nobody did that. Nobody did that, you guys. I am the only one who started off talking about myself. I mean, everybody introduced themselves, but I went into a full like thing about me. (laughs) So... She was kind of funny because it did feel self-serving, but I thought that's what we were supposed to do. I didn't know. And then when everybody else gave their talk, I was like, oh, great. Now I just seem like conceited because I'm like, and me, and me, and me. (laughs) Whatever. I mean, it is what it is. I'm glad I did it. Every experience is a great experience. And, you know, I've I've spoken at a trade show before. I've taught classes. I've done everything. But the trade show was pretty, pretty scary. I have to admit, that was really scary. But this was almost scarier because everybody knew what I was talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're talking about a client and their skin and your regimen and that whole thing, you start to realize that you're staring at people who know what you're talking about and are starting to think like, "Mm, I don't think that's right. Or I don't, you know, you're not necessarily judged, but you're just critiqued in a different way. And it's not like you're talking to an audience of people who want to learn about skin. You're talking to an audience who knows about skin. (laughs) So that's just a little scarier. But overall, I'm, I'm happy I did it. I'm happy with it, how it went. And listen, you learn from every experience that you're in. And I did. And I think that's great. And so I'm happy with that. Then another thing I want to talk about was what a small world we live in. Saturday, I was there all day. Sunday and Monday, I couldn't just like help stuff, which I knew would, might be an issue. But I, I made it to what I could make it to. Anyways, on Monday, the last two things that we listened to was a presentation on Dermaplane Pro, which is dermaplaning tools and whatnot and their classes. And then it was a presentation on microchanneling, like with ProCell and SkinScript, which is exactly what I use. So I was like, oh, I definitely don't want to miss this. So the person setting up for the ProCell presentation is up there. And then like on the screen, it says her social media name. And I thought, hmm, that name seems really familiar. So I looked it up on Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, I know who she is. It turns out that she 
went to the same makeup school that I went to. (laughs) I mean, you guys, it's such a small world. So I went, I was like 22. So over 20 years ago, I went. She finished in 97, she said. But she, (laughs) she was so funny. Um, Her name is LaVon. And she's on social media at LaVon Beauty. So if you wanted to check her out, because she's still a working makeup artist. But anyways, we start talking and she's like, you know, I heard you speak on Saturday. She's like, I thought you looked familiar. I thought your name looked familiar, but I, I just couldn't place it. And, you know, when I was going to school, my teacher would talk about her all the time. And she would use her as an example. And then like, I still keep in touch with my teacher. And so she's talked about her over the years. So it was really funny. And then to like find out that not only now is she an esthetician, but she also uses SkinScript and she uses ProCell. I'm like, oh my gosh. And she looks at me and she's like, of course we use the same products. We were taught the same way. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. It all made sense. So that was really fun to be in a room full of people you don't really know and then find somebody that like you had a connection with. And that was really fun. And she could not have been nicer. And ProCell is another one that I highly recommend if you're an esthetician out there. So that is all I'm going to talk about as far as this retreat. It was great. It was lovely. My mom went with me. And so that was really fun because it was just nice to spend that time with her. But it was a long weekend and it was... I'm happy. I'm happy to be home. I missed my dogs, of course, because, you know, I'm obsessed with them. But they were well taken care of and that's all that matters. So... Now I'm back into the real world. I really can't wait to work on clients though because I want to implement some of the new things that I learned. And you know, some of it is stuff I've learned before, but sometimes you hear it differently when you hear it again because you are a different person. You have more education. So something hits you differently or you understand it differently or better or whatever. So you know, just because you've done something before doesn't mean you shouldn't do it again because you really do learn a lot. And it just, I think it's obvious. I love what I do, but this reinvigorates me and I I just, I can't wait to get back in the treatment room. So, all right, you guys. So we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about some men's skin and how it's different than a woman. Here we go. And now a quick word from our sponsor, Cozy Earth. I love that these sheets are super soft. I have rheumatoid arthritis and fibromyalgia. I've talked about it a lot on this podcast. And unfortunately, these diseases come with a lot of issues. There are times when my skin hurts. So having sheets that are soft and lightweight makes a big difference for me. Seriously, no other brand of sheets I've tried come even close to being as soft as my Cozy Earth sheets. The reason being is that all Cozy Earth products are made from responsibly sourced viscose from bamboo and Cozy Earth bedding is temperature regulating, which takes the softness and gives it that extra calming coolness. We all love and quite frankly, need. Stop what you are doing and get yourself a set of these sheets. And great news, Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer for my listeners today. 
up to 35% off site-wide when you use the code PUREskin. Once again, that code is PUREskin. P-U-R-E-S-K-I-N. All right, you guys. So let's talk about a man's skin and how it might or might not differ from women's and their needs. Okay, so men's skin is generally more oily and it's thicker than women's skin. It's usually about three times thicker than a woman's skin. And just to make it worse, it is said that men's skin is about 15 years younger than women's skin. But this usually doesn't matter because women are more savvy about their skincare routines. Although men are starting to catch up. So what does that mean? If you take a man and a woman and they're both 40 years old and they both have done nothing with their skin, the man is always going to look younger than a woman because their skin is about 15 years younger than us. I mean, okay, we know that's not great. So men also have a leg up on women because they either shave their face frequently or grow a beard. The shaving, also something women are starting to do, helps exfoliate the skin, therefore keeping it young. And the beard protects the skin from the sun and the environment. So men's skin, like I said before, is thicker than women's, but their skin thins gradually as they age. Women's skin doesn't start to thin until about the age of 50, usually after menopause. Kind of feels like there aren't a lot of things on the side of women when it comes to skin, but that's okay. We're smarter than men. We got that going for us. Okay, so with men's skin being different, what does that mean for a skincare routine? Not a lot, to be honest. When I help a male client with his routine, I ask the same questions and use the same skincare lines for them as well. I usually keep it more simple because that is what they want. So it's not like I'm deciding for a man, you're only going to have four steps. Like most men want to keep it simple. At least the men that I have come in contact with, they want to keep it simple. And sometimes even when they say they want more, they end up not even doing more. So like I have a serum that I specifically sell to men and it's not because women can't use it. It's just because this serum kind of does it all. Like it's anti-aging, it has vitamin C in it. And so it's a one-size-fits-all serum that I give to a man. Whereas a woman is more likely to separate because you're going to get better benefits. I like to use vitamin C in the morning and then all the real like anti-aging stuff that's going to change your skin. We're going to use those at night. Men don't care. They just want the one serum and that's all that they're going to do. So that could be how keeping their routine is more simple. There are some professional lines out there specifically for men, but there aren't a lot. It's the packaging that is the most different. Now, you will still see like body washes that are for their body and then men will use them on their face and then it's also like a shampoo. Like this is what I'm talking about. A woman would never, never do that. So that's how things can be different. But for the most part, if you're talking about like a specific skincare line, there's not a lot of difference. It's just sometimes it's going to be the smell. It's going to be more of a musky, manly smell. And the packaging is going to be black. It's going to be like a dark blue. It's, you know what I mean? It's going to be like maybe like a silver, like a real striking dark silver, like 
gosh, in the age of there are no genders, it's interesting. It's Those are still the differences that we still see. So in general, women want pretty bottles and men want something manly that isn't embarrassing in the bathroom. And that is from experience. I've talked to men. I have dated men. Like This is what they have said. So I do realize I'm stereotyping, but also at the same time, I am saying in general. So there's always exceptions to the rule. There's always going to be a man who doesn't care if it's pretty or wants something pretty. And there's always going to be a woman that's like, no, I prefer the more manly things. And speaking generally, I'm not saying this has the way it has to be. So luckily, the brands that I carry are not super girly. And I am also not one that cares about the packaging. So that was something I had to think about though, because I can't think about what I want. I have to think about what my clients want. And when I was designing my logo and how I was going to do my labels for my brand, I didn't want something super girly because I do want men to be able to use it and not feel like they have this pretty pink bottle and just feel like this is not what I want in my bathroom. So I was trying to do something that's a little bit more gender neutral. At the end of the day, I want the product to work. Okay. So if it's in the most beautiful, beautiful bottle, but it ruins your skin, who cares if the bottle is pretty? You know what I mean? It's about the product that's inside. And quite frankly, I would rather pay less for a great product with plain bottles than pay more for something that looks fancy. Because that is something else that you have to take consideration. You know, the prettier the package, the more there is to it, you're paying for that. They're passing that cost on to you. So that's something else to think about as well. So to keep it simple for men, I would recommend a cleanser, like a real cleanser, not a shampoo and not a bar of soap and not that all-in-one that I talked about. And then I would also recommend a toner, a vitamin C serum. What I would recommend is I have something called RX Complex. It's on my website under serums. And that is like an all-in-one. So I'd recommend that serum and then a sunscreen and then a cone jack sponge for physical exfoliation. And then of course, grapeseed oil at night. Now, you'll notice I didn't say a moisturizer. I don't prefer to skip a moisturizer, but it's not the end of the world since, as I've said many times, moisturizers are not the skin changers. I'd rather have them wear sunscreen than a moisturizer. And some men, you got to keep those steps as simple as possible. If you're adding even one more in with a moisturizer, they're like, it's too many. I won't do it. I can't do it. And then they're going to be like, I'm just not going to wear the sunscreen today. I'm not going outside. It's fine. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to the beach. It's fine. So if I have to choose, I'm going to choose a sunscreen over a moisturizer. And a lot of people, a lot of men really can get away with it. But like I said, I would prefer the moisturizer, but that's not the hill I'm going to die on. I would rather them wear the sunscreen. That's much more important. Now, if I have a male client that is dealing with breakouts, then I would have to add in one or two more products because obviously we got to do what we can to get rid of those breakouts. And then if he wants to combat aging, that could change the routine too. But like I said, I do have that serum that's kind of like an all-in-one serum. So that might just be enough for them. It really just depends on what their goals are. So if they have specific goals, then I'm going to talk to them and say, okay, that's fine, but it might add a little bit more to your routine. So we always have that conversation before you know anything. Again, they usually want more simple than women. And this is based on my experience. Now, I love it when a man wants it all, but it's pretty difficult to get them from using shampoo on their face to eight new products. So 
you know, you start small and then build if you need to. And I've actually done that with a lot of men. I have one client who he came in only for facials. That's it. And he's been coming to me, I think for like eight, nine years or whatever. And he just did facials. And then his wife started coming to me. And then his wife got him to start using stuff. So he started, he was using sunscreen. And then he used grapeseed oil, you know, and then he used a good cleanser. Like it's just, it's baby steps. And that's good enough for me. Like I don't, you don't have to use my products to come to my treatment room. But if you want the results that you're looking for, then it would be obviously best if you would use the recommended products because I know how they're going to work for your skin. I can build you out a good routine that's going to get you the results. But not everybody wants that. Not everybody can afford it. Not everybody wants to deal. Like Everybody has their own story and that's, that's fine. But I want to give you some tips on shaving the face for men because there's actually, and I know I'm a woman who might have talked about it, but I've actually done some research on this. And there is a right way to do it that's going to help the skin stay healthy. Okay. So the first thing is best to do it at the end of the shower or right when you get out. Wash your face first. Anything you can do to soften the skin and hairs prior to shaving. Hot water can dry out the skin faster, causing redness and that dry or tight feeling. So, you know, I recommend like a lukewarm. It doesn't have to be cold. You don't want it cold, but like a lukewarm is great. Replace the blades often so you aren't shaving with dull blades. Very, very important. Use a shaving gel instead of a foam because it will create a barrier between the razor and the skin resulting in less irritation. The foam just creates too much air. So that's why it's better to use a shaving gel. And then the last tip, avoid alcohol in your aftershave. Dehydrating for the skin, and I'm sorry, but that has to hurt, right? Like I always think of Home Alone when he puts the aftershave on his face and then he screams like the iconic scream, whatever. It's not great for the skin. So just make sure that there's not... I mean, there's good alcohols and bad alcohols. So obviously you have to be careful with that, but you just don't want anything that's going to you know, dehydrate the skin after you shave it. It's the same with women. We, when a woman dermaplanes, like in my treatment room, if I'm dermaplaning a woman, I'm not going to put on anything that has alcohol on the skin after. First of all, that's going to hurt. But second of all, that's just going to dehydrate the skin. And what you want to do is give it hydration. I always talk about how important hydration is. So that's what you want to give the skin after shaving, after dermaplaning, you know, whatever. All right, you guys, that's it for men. They are definitely a lot more simple, but it's always important to find out what your client wants. So just because my experience for the most part has been men who are interested in a, in a bunch of products, that doesn't mean that's going to be the true for every man that walks into my treatment room. So every client that walks in is always going to be treated like the one before. Like, I'm not going to make exceptions to be like, well, this is a man coming in. It's going to be like, let, let me see what this man wants. And then you go from there, okay? As always, if you have any questions, reach out to me. Follow me on my social media at PureSkinOC. You guys, listen, I'm so close on TikTok. I'm like 100 away from getting to 1,000, which has been my goal for like 20 years. Please help me. Please follow me on TikTok. I would really appreciate it because I want to be able to start going live on there. So I feel like I'm closer than ever. All right, you guys, I hope you have a great week and we will talk soon. Bye.
Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Pure Skin OC. I post lots of skincare tips and videos. You can find me at TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And of course, you can always visit my website and my online store. If you're local and interested in receiving one of my treatments, all of my services are on there and you can even book from there too. You can also find my skincare coaching if you want to have a virtual consultation with me so that I can help you with your skin. And lastly, but so important, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Besides sharing it with your friends and family, this is the best way to help it grow. Thanks so much, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Until next time.